You're listening to a podcast, the Ellie Castro Show. I am Ellie Castro. And I'm Jose Rodriguez. I just wrapped up uh, my second weekend of shows in Orlando. I know. Six successful shows. There was a, they were a lot of fun. Uh, I know you were part of that first weekend. Yes. And then you felt like, eh, I don't need to see it again. No, I had my own shows. Did you? Yes. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at 2 o'clock? I didn't. I Thank had, you. I had Saturday shows, two okay. of them. Okay, but you didn't have any shows on Friday. I did not. I did. But and I had work. I had regular work, and I didn't get out in time to get to your show, because I planned on going on Friday. Okay. How about Sunday at 2 o'clock? Sunday, I couldn't. I had made plans with Lisette. Okay. You know, Lisette could have come to the show, too. Yeah, but she wanted to keep her plans. Ah. I, when I tried to swerve to go to your show, she was like, mm. Okay, so what were these amazing plans that couldn't be uh, canceled or moved? She just wanted to do something other than go to a show. Get out. Really? That, yeah. That's what she wanted to do? Yeah. She just wanted to do something. That's awkward. Yes. I want to do something with you other than going to a show. Going to a show. That has Ellie in it. <laughs> it was actually like this. It was like, uh, uh, okay, I'll be you. Okay. You'll, you'll be me. Ready? Yeah. Is it a different show? Uh, well, on paper, it's the same show, but Ellie always changes it. So, so it's the same thing that we just saw last Sunday. Well, technically, it Just may Just give me be. a straight answer, Jose. Babe, I'm trying. I'm saying on paper, it's the same, but Ellie on stage... Is he going to do the menudo thing? Yes. Okay. He may add a step. Is he going to talk about the caldero and his arroz con spam? Yes, but how he does it might be different. We already saw it. That is true. Take me somewhere else. Okay. How about I can take you somewhere else after the show? You know what? Why don't you go alone? <laughs> that's exactly what happened yeah <laughs> and that's what you're like actually I, I was just suggesting it and then of yeah. course you'll be like no now I don't want to go anywhere yeah. now I'm going to be mad the whole day <laughs> and then you're going to wish you went to the show oh my god okay so tell me tell me then tell me about your plans because who cares about my shows I was going to tell you about how my show was and, and how fun they were but who cares because you did something better on Sunday, right? Sunday. So tell me what you did. We went and saw the greatest showman. Isn't that something? <laughs> so you chose not to go see this showman, and you went to go see a movie. Right. The same movie that is probably playing every day. Yes. Okay. So tell me, how was the great showman? It, it was good, actually. It was good enough for me to buy the album. <laughs> you, you bought the soundtrack? Yeah. When did you buy the soundtrack? Did they have it like, were they selling it right there in the movie theater? No, on iTunes. You went, you left the theater and you got on iTunes and you bought the soundtrack? Yeah. What? Who yeah. does that? I do. Why? How many times have you done that? A couple times. If you listen to a song that you like, don't you just buy it right away? No, not really. When, <laughs> what do you do then? I just go to YouTube. Just go well, to YouTube. yeah, but after you listen to it, then you want to have it. Why? I can just play it again on YouTube. You don't have any songs that you own. Nope. Oh, okay. It's just YouTube. I own YouTube. <laughs> I, own, I own a subscription to YouTube. That's mine. Well, I own a lot of songs. I'd that, say easily over 10,000. Uh, on iTunes? Oh, yeah. What? So yeah. so you're how they make money? Yes. Well, well, not all 10,000 were bought through iTunes. Like, I have a lot that were old DVDs, I mean, CDs that I had to uh, rip into my computer. Oh, my God. How many CDs do you have? Oh, oh, Jesus. From back in the day? Oh, Jesus. You remember those cases that you would put a bunch of CDs in them? Yeah. Well, I had one, two, three, four of those cases. Three were completely slap full, and the other one was half. And they fit like how many? Uh, total, I probably had close to 400, so three something. 400 CDs that, CDs that you don't even listen to anymore? No. Now they're downloaded into the computer. So how many of those do you actually currently listen to? 
just when I, I remember a song, I'm like, oh, I own that. I look it up in the library and put it onto the iPhone. But I, that's what I do on YouTube. So you never listen to like Pandora or Spotify. You I do. You do? I do listen to Pandora. Where do you get time to listen to old CDs then? Like my workout is usually uh, a track that I've created. So oh. it's got like eight or nine songs that like I want. Like a mixtape. Like a mixtape. My own. I make my own mixtapes out of those. Oh, okay. You like- can't make that out of YouTube. Yes, I can actually. I can I can select playlists. I can put a song on a playlist. Bah, you don't even know YouTube, bro. I guess not. You stuck in nineteen ninety eight. You gotta get out of that. So that's what you did. That was your amazing plan. You went to go see the great showman while this showman was actually performing live in front of an audience. You don't have to tell me. Okay. I gotta tell the set. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll make it a point to tell her. All right. Okay. But next, but you gotta be there with me. Yes. Because I need your support. I need you to at least, don't don't betray me. I need you to be like, yes, I wish we had gone. Yeah, we should have gone. Don't be like, no, but I actually like the movie. I ended up buying the soundtrack. Don't say that. <laughs> She'll say it. Oh, I won't God. have to say it. She'll say oh, it. Be God. like, maybe he bought the soundtrack. Ask him about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think you're, I don't think you're arguing to the right person. You should be yeah. arguing to Jose. He liked yeah. it so much. He bought the soundtrack. Yeah. I didn't see him buying the soundtrack to your show. <laughs> 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 So I had a very special guest at uh, one of my shows this past weekend. Really? Tito Nieves. What? Yeah. Remember yeah. I told you that he was going to go to the show? Yes. He went to the Friday show. Nice. And he brought a big group, bro. He brought like 10 people. Wow. And they sat in the front row. Nice. And it was nerve-wracking, man. Because Tito, man, I'm telling you, Tito Nieves, like if, if you're Puerto Rican, right, or New York Rican, uh, that's like Puerto Rican royalty. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a heavy hitter. He's the Pavarotti of salsa. Yeah, man. Like, that's a heavyweight right there, bro. Yes. In more ways than one. So he's sitting in the front row, you know? So as I'm performing, I, I can't help but kind of notice if he's laughing or not. You know what I mean? And sometimes he would laugh, and sometimes he would just, like, stare at me. But it was weird, man. It was weird having him there. But afterwards, we had a Q&A. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I got to acknowledge that he was there and just have fun with him. And I just started making fun of him, bro. It was funny, man. It was really funny. And then his wife goes, Preparate, que la próxima vez te va a quemar a ti. Oh. Yeah, man. So I was like, oh, oh, I just started beef with Tito Nieves. <laughs> I got a feeling he's going to win. Uh, yes. I got a feeling his audience is going to be like in the thousands. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to have like three people going, uh, go Ellie. Ellie, we love you. you know I mean? And and they're going to be dwarfed by the 10,000 people that are yelling for Tito. You know I mean? Yeah, it was very humbling to have him there and for him to bring his family out to see me and, and to see me perform uh, was, was truly an honor. Yeah, I remember he came out to our first El Show also and that was like, I remember I went down to pick him up because we brought him up through the back elevator and the place just went nuts yeah, when they man. saw him walk in. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm telling you, he's he's royalty, and he's a big fan of comedy. The guy is very funny. Like, he's got an amazing comedic mind, man. He's not just an amazing singer. The guy, I'm telling you, comedically, the guy is a genius. So the fact that he can take time aside like that and come see me or, or come see one of my shows, I'm telling you, every single time, I mean, I'm humbled by it, and it's an honor. And I actually, Eno vio el viernes por la noche, and Saturday he was off to Peru. Wow. Yeah, man. For so, his own concert. Yeah, he's got a bunch of gigs in, in uh, South America. Wow. So some, they wanted him to perform in Mexico. He goes, nah, they've been having a little too many earthquakes, and um, and besides, I couldn't miss your show, pa. And I'm like, what? Wow. That's awesome. <laughs> so, so yeah, no, it was great, man. I, I, I'm a big fan of Tito Nieves, man. Much respect. Much love.
It's always fun to do shows in Orlando because my son lives here. Right. So to have him in the audience means something. You know, it just makes the show that much more special. But my parents also came to town, bro. And they saw the show uh, the second weekend, this past weekend. They were there. Nice. They came on Saturday and Sunday. Nice. So uh, for the Sunday show, I had my parents there and I had my son there. which is on Rio. So for the Parranda part, for this uh, uh, run of shows, I would have members of the audience, as you know, as you saw, uh, participate in the Parranda on stage, right? On Saturday night, I had my mother as one of the members of the Parranda. (laughs) Yeah, bro. And as shocking as that was, my father was part of the Parranda on Sunday show. Really? Yes, brother. My father. You understand? For my father to be on stage during my show... It was, listen, I would like, I would have a thing, right? Where I would joke around with the members of the audience that were on stage, right? But when it came time to have fun with my father, bro, I would like, I'd have to talk to the audience. Because normally I would just talk to the member, right? Right. To the member of the audience. And I'd be like, hey, look at you. Look at the way you're doing this. (laughs) And then I would do that. I would go down the line. And my father was last. And I got to my father and I was like, okay, okay. (laughs) All right. I'm just going to look away and make fun. But. You know, just kind of just looking at you guys and you guys tell me if he's getting closer and let me know if he removes his belt at any time because I <laughs> that'll be my cue to stop. But my father was a great sport, man. That's and awesome. Yeah, he got on stage and he was singing along and uh, the whole thing was surreal to me. I, I just thank God that my mother recorded it. Otherwise, I just wouldn't believe it happened. Well, you know did I mean? you get your son up there too? So I got my son at the end of the show. So at the end of the show, I say... Uh, I am Puerto Rican, just so you know, you know, or how we say it in Spanish. And normally I would say the Spanish version, right? Yo soy Boricua, pa que tú lo sepa. But my son was sitting in the front row with his grandfather, Sandra's father, who had also come uh, from Puerto Rico to see the show. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Really, really humbled by that. So I just signaled him over. And my son walked up, got on stage and said, yo soy Boricua, pa que tú lo sepa. Right, nice. I'm almost like passing out at this point, right? Because I get emotional. And we walked off stage together, man. It was that's uh, awesome. It was great, bro. It was just the whole weekend was just great. Anytime I get to have family, whether it's you or my parents or my son or even Sandra and Sandra's father or whoever, it's just it kind of elevates the show because my shows are always based on on that premise of of just hanging out in la sala. Right. Uh, it's really a family gathering. So when I have family gathered in the audience it truly brings that home for me and it just elevates my shows and actually those were my longest shows of the whole run wow yeah so it's, i'm doing the same material more or less but i just play more because right. my i have family in the audience right so i i just extend the show you're you know like I mean? check this out right right me quiero lucir, right? right for their benefit you know yep, what i'm saying exactly but pretty much in, in every show i had something that i was looking forward to and Whoever else is in that audience kind of benefits from that, right? Um, and I think I told, I, th- I think I said that once or twice during the run. You guys don't know how special this show is, but you're about to find out. You know what I mean? Everybody wins. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I've done this so many times that it's just it's the little things that kind of pump me up. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. And I, I saw it in my show. I mean, you were definitely Lucille. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And by the way, you should see the bruises that I have. Shut up. Yeah, man. Yeah, because you know when you're you're going through it, you know right. the adrenaline is like, olvídate, that's the best Novocaine. Pero now I got like a bruise on my side, I got bruises on my knees, you know, from <laughs> dancing, tirándome el piso, you know. And of course, you don't puedo quejar, right? Because my mom was here before they flew out on Monday. Uh, we had uh, breakfast together, so I'm like, ah man, no la rodilla, you know. And I'm explaining to him, and she's like, bueno, pues, 
por tirarte al piso bailando, te sigues tirando, you know? ¿Qué más tú quieres? So then I'm like, all right, so I can't complain because apparently it's self-inflicted. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. So I'm like, I'll just stay quiet. You know what I mean? I, you, you know when you have sympathy and when you don't. Right. Like that, well, that bomba dancing part that you do, that's very strenuous on you. And, and I mean, that's when you jump on the floor. Yeah, brother. Like, yeah. yeah. And my knees are like, yeah, yeah. You're going to keep doing this? Okay. <laughs> you're okay. not 30 anymore. No, you're not 40. Tampoco. No, tampoco. Here comes the bruises. Bombero, eh, bombero, eh. Speaking of which, didn't uh, Sandra and her boyfriend come to your show too? Sandra's boyfriend did go, yes. Yes, they did. And uh, they met me at the meet and greet. You know, I do the meet and greets right. after the show. So they come up to me towards the end of the line, right? And uh, Sandra's like, you know, oh, you did good. You know, she's been seeing my shows since day one, right? So he comes by, right? We shake hands, very formal because, you know, he's the boyfriend of my ex-wife, right? It's got to be a certain formality. Right. And I'm like, what'd you think? And he's like, you know what? It was... uh was actually good <laughs> yeah but like with that face of like he couldn't believe it like, like he couldn't believe you were funny yeah he was like you know what it was actually funny like it was actually good and i'm like oh okay well it's a good thing you're surprised you know what i mean I, I, it's what i do pa. i'm a comedian <laughs> but the look on his face was like you know like oh my god yeah. it's like if they tell you you know it snows in canada and you go to canada and there's a foot of snow and you go you know what wow there's actually snow on the ground There's snow and it's cold. Look at that. It, yeah. There is snow. It is true. You know what I mean? So I was like, yeah, it, it was actually funny. And I'm like, well, thank you. Well, you should be honored that he went through the line and actually shook your hand because at my show, he went through the line and walked right out. That's so true. Well, I think that's why he stuck around because we he didn't made, want to get called out again. We made fun of him for that because uh, Sandra and her boyfriend attended one of Jose's show at uh, SAC. And it's at Comedy Lab, just to let you guys know, it's improv comedy. So it's really an ensemble cast. Right. Jose is usually one of six or seven. So after the show, they'll all line up against the wall. And as you're exiting, uh, really, you have no choice. Uh, but to greet. Uh, right. But apparently, Sandra's boyfriend was too cool, right? So he just kind of avoided the whole line and exited. So this time around, he made sure to stay in line. He was the first one in line to greet yeah. you. He wanted to make sure he uh, he greeted me so that he could check that box and not get in trouble. Uh, but it was great to have his support. That's, that's what I'm awesome. saying. That, that's, that was the best part. Hello. Rich. Yes, sir. What's up, brother? It's Eli Castro with El Podcast and Jose Rodriguez. Hey, what's up, guys? What's up, what's up Jose? Finally what's... have a pleasure of meeting you. What's up? Listen, I'm calling because you're like a, a super fan to El Podcast. You're the one responsible for putting together those uh, amazing and awesome uh, picture summaries of every episode. So it took me a while to do them, but I finally, you know, found something to do to show my super fanness. <laughs> so if you guys don't know uh, Rich, Rich Quinones is uh, from New York City. And he is the person who always uh, hooks me up with uh, free haircuts when I'm uh, when I perform in White Plains. Yes, that is correct. He insists on it, which is really really cool. So I consider him, you know, parte de la familia. Basically, well, hey, I got I got to hook a brother up because uh, I, it was it was awesome that I I had the pleasure of finally uh, connecting with you, a Puerto Rican comedian, which I admire because I, I love the work you do. Entonces, when you came to White Plains that you were going to perform, there's my barber happens to be a Puerto Rican, and the barbershop is literally right across the street from the city center in White Plains, where you do your performance. That's right. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, second generation Puerto Rican, papi y mami vinieron directamente de la isla, papi se crió en Ponce, mami se crió en Mayagüe, they came over here, they met, they met, they got married, they started a business, and I 
became, became a product of a family business, and I've been helping mom and dad ever since. All right, so tell me about this business. Bueno, somos, somos what you would uh, typically call los carniceros. Uh, we do sell bodegas to bodegas, grocery stores, restaurants, some supermarkets, some caterers, but mostly predominantly bodegas in the Bronx. So how far back does the business go? Bueno, eh, papi y mami celebraron last year. 2017 was 50 years. No. 50 años. Wow. Yes, sir. There was meat back then, 50 years ago? Oh, yeah. There was plenty of meat back then. Yeah, yeah. So how did they, I mean, how did they do it 50 years ago? You just walk around, go, we're just pushing a cart? Bueno, con, con mucha competencia, because uh, that was a business, especially in New York, that was a business that was... Uh, Predominantly run by by the Italians. Now, when you say by, when you say the Italians, you mean like the mafia? Well, yeah, there were people. No, there were people that were down to earth, straight up, you know, business people. And then there was the other side of it, which was mafia. Yeah, yeah, the other side of it. I like how you. Yeah. I like how you're watching your words. Well, you know, there was the legitimate side, and then there was the uh, <coughs> the uh, yeah, yeah. <coughs> the other were, side, right? Los escondidos, los escondidos. <laughs> so, how did your father survive? in a world dominated by the mafia. Bueno, papi empezó mucho mucho negocio con los cubanos because there was a huge influx when papi empezó de los cubanos viniendo de Miami up to New York. Ah, uh, the Cuban mafia. So Go on. There was also the the increase de los puertorriqueños viniendo de la, de la isla con sus negocios. So papi, you know, when when people were starting to come here to start uh, opening a bodega, they decían, ah, llámate a, a Quiñones. That's right, because El Canicero Quiñone knows when you mean, when you say lechón, he knows what that means. Yeah, he knew what lechón was, he knew what yeah. pernil was. You don't, have to worry, you don't have to worry about saying that in English. Tú me lo dices en español y yo te lo doy. Not at all, not at all. Uh, so that's what you do, man. You deliver. So if I needed un lechón for a party. Yes. I would call El Carnicero Quiñone. You could call me and you could tell me how much, how many people or how okay. many pounds do you want the pig. Okay. Okay, so I need, okay. Okay, so let's try it. I need uh, un pernil, un lechón. Un lechón o un pernil. Well, what's the difference? Wait, what's the what's the party for? How many people? What do you mean what's the party for? Don't worry about what, what I'm celebrating. Uh, the, uh, 25 people. 25 people? You could go with a small lechon. No, don't give me no small lechon. Don't tell me what. I like need a, a lechon. A whole pig. Yeah, you can go with a whole pig. So then tell me the difference between a lechon and a penil. Well, typically a lechon refers to the pig. You know, what you see on the farm with four legs, that's when they kill that and they kill the the pig and that's ready to be cooked. That's un lechon. When you want the penil, that's just the hind part of the leg that you're going to be cooking. So when you say the hind, you mean like the butt? The butt, the upper thigh, yeah. Okay. All right. So I need un lechon for twenty-five people. Now go ahead. What okay. are you gonna do? Well, you could you could take un lechon entero. You could go from twenty-five pounds. Typically, people thinking oh, they're gonna take a pound of meat, but they're not gonna eat a pound of meat. But if you have leftovers and you have people, you could do a whole lechon from twenty-five to thirty-five pounds. Okay. So what do you do? You take un machete and you go into your finca and you and you and you kill no, it. No, no, no. We we order them from the farms. They're ya vienen preparado. If you want them with you know. If you want them cut open or if you want to cut them half, we can do that. But uh, yeah, you'll get your lechon. I want them alive. You want them alive? I can do that. <laughs> I can take it. Pero, pero en New York, privileged to have the los viveros. Okay, you can go to a vivero and there's some viveros that do, do live pigs. No, no, no. Jose wants, you, Jose wants you to take that pig, put it in the back of your car, and bring it to him. I just want a pet. <laughs> no, no, no. no, I can't he, do that. 
he he wants to raise it and then kill it and then eat it himself. He wants to do it all. He wants no, to they, go. If, if I'm delivering it, they expect me to bring it jazz, you know, sin sangre y me preparo para comer. No, papi, oh, this, this is the different delivery. Jose wants yeah, the that's actual. That's a different delivery altogether. Jose wants to see the pig alive before he eats it. He wants to get to know it. He wants to get to know it and become friends. I want to name him. No, then you can't kill it, Jose. You don't know Jose. You don't know Jose. Bien fácil. <laughs> you don't know. Oh, Rich, well, thank you so much for being a part of our podcast, brother. We uh, we love you and we appreciate you. Oh, thank you so much for having me, man. It was it was awesome, especially finally talking to Jose, man, in person. It's it's one thing, you know, texting on the on IG, pero hablando por teléfono muy, muy diferente. No doubt. Yeah, él es buena gente. Yeah, él, él, él es buena gente and, and we're all big fans of him except uh, except Lechones. Lechones don't like him very much. Bueno, <laughs> <laughs> man, if you want, you know, if Jose ever comes up to New York with you, We'll go to a libero. He could pick one out. It won't last too long because once you pick it out, they just stick the knife in the neck and that's it. Whoa, relax with that, bro. <laughs> relax with that information. I didn't ask for all that information. All of, all of a sudden, I felt like I was watching the first 48. Yeah. You that's, know what I mean? That's a lottery. <laughs> that pig doesn't want to win. No, no, relax, bro. Don't, so that means if you go there, don't ever point at a pig. Yeah, he gets Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> don't yeah, ever point. They, they, the, the quickest transaction you'll ever see. Which one do you want? That one, and it's literally getting ready to be slaughtered. Bro, if we go there, we'll just be like, uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. All right, Rich. We love you, brother. All right, guys. Love you, too. Take care. So I, I've been getting people coming up to me and giving me quotes for me to put on, you know, as my inspirational quotes. Because right, you're the uh, you're the inspirational quote guy. Right. Which, by the way, there are thousands of sites on the Internet that do the same thing. But go ahead. Yeah, but mine are special. And I don't need more quotes. I don't need them to give me quotes. I got plenty. Okay, so who gave you a quote? Like I, I was getting my hair cut. Uh-huh. My hairstylist is like... Uh, you know, my daughter, I've been having issues. And I, and I told her, I'm like, look, if you don't shape up, you're going to ship out. And right. he grabbed me by the shoulder and he's like, ah, you can use that as a quote tomorrow. I'm like, that, that makes no sense. Wait, what was his quote, though? You better shape up or you're shipping out. Shape up or you're shipping out. Yep. You don't like that quote? No, it makes no sense. Like, I, that's not a quote. How is that going to inspire you to do anything? I think it makes sense, though. Shape up or you'll be shipped out. Uh-huh. I mean, that, that puts me, I, I'll get in shape quick. Because I don't want to get shipped out. Nobody wants to get shipped out. Oh, wait. So you like that as an inspiration, but not any of the ones I've read to you? I'll tell you what. If you had come up with that one, I would have been like, Jose, you are now entering the zone of inspiration. (laughs) There's no way. Yeah, seriously. I'd be like, you know what? I think I I get it. Because you told me that. You know, it's simple and it's straight to the point. You know why? Because there has to be fear attached to inspiration. And when you tell somebody, hey, shape up or you'll be shipped out. It's like, oh, my God, they're going to throw me out. You get what I'm saying? Right. There's fear there. So that motivates me. That inspires me. There it is. Fear inspires me to change. So you need me to put more threats in my inspiration. Yes. For you. You need to invoke more fear in your quotes so that they can inspire people to change. I am. Right now, I am inspired. Wow. You see what that quote did to me? Now, all of a sudden, I'm preaching. I see that. All right. So when else has this happened? So today, the vice president of, uh, of my company... Uh, walks up to me and he's he's been working out and but he has a bum knee a bad knee lately so he had it he had it wrapped in uh, like an ace bandage but he's walking really fast and I'm like oh I see you're walking faster there after your limp and he goes ah you want to walk fast so you don't have to stop yes and he stops and he goes use that tomorrow I yes was like, that makes no sense yes say it again you gotta walk fast so you don't have to stop 
That's that's exactly right. It makes no sense. You have to walk fast. You have to move fast. You have to work fast uh-huh. so that you don't stop. You see what I'm saying? In other words, hey, it's it's like that law, right? The the Newton's law, right, of motion. Right. If you keep moving. Energy in motion sure. stays in motion. Whatever. See, I just inspired you to remember that. <laughs> see what I'm saying? So keep walking fast so you don't stop. What's wrong with that? I think you just like all inspirational quotes except mine. No, I think you're just jealous when somebody else thinks of something inspiring. So you're just hating on it. No, it just, it make no sense to me. That's why I didn't put it. If it made sense, I would have been like, okay, I'll even quote you on it. Okay, so how would you improve it? Vamos a ver. That one right there? Yeah. You need to walk fast through adversity so you don't have to stop. Oh my God. You just added through adversity to make it your own? You just made, you just added more words. There you go. You're like, a, you're like somebody who plagiarizes and then says, oh no, I didn't really plagiarize because I, I added the. I added like four more words to it. No, it's still the, it's still the same message. You got to keep walking so you don't stop. It's the same thing as you better shape up or you're going to sh- you're going to get shipped out, right? It's the same threat, right? Right. It's fear. Uh, so it- I, I got you. You need me to put fear. I get I get the picture. You need right, me so, to put fear into my quote. Yeah, so give me your quote for today so I I can show you what I'm talking about. Today's quote. I'm ready. And now, an inspirational message from Jose A. Rodriguez. Surround yourself with those that will challenge you, push you, and motivate you. See, I'm saying it's missing the element of fear that will inspire me to change. Okay, that's so just, what would you... That, that's just telling me, hey, in the morning, it might be cold, so grab a coat. That's exactly what you're talking about. So I'd be like, okay, I guess maybe I don't need it. And then I go outside, I'm enfermo, I get sick, and then I go, oh, I should have worn a coat. That does nothing to me. <laughs> that does nothing to me. You need to introduce the element of fear. So that it go. Surround yourself with those that will challenge you. Push you and motivate you. If not, you're shipping out. No, if not, you'll stop. You'll be shipped out and die. <laughs> see, there you go. There you go. And now all of a sudden, see, now I don't need to surround myself with anybody because I'm going to challenge myself. I'm going to push myself and I'm going to motivate myself because I don't want to stop and be shipped out. You see how that works? Wow. Genius. See, <laughs> you know what? You're welcome. Been searching in the dark. Your sweat soaking through the floor. And that was it, podcast, the Ellie Castro Show. I am Ellie Castro. And I'm Jose Rodriguez. Who's about to get shipped out. <laughs> For more information on my shows, you can go to elliecastro.com. You can find me on social media under Ellie Castro Comedy. You can find me on all social medias under at Jose Arod. You sure you want to say that? I mean, because you're going to be, it's going to be under construction for a while. No, it's good to go. Are you sure? Yeah. Tomorrow's quote better have some fear, some element of fear. It's going to have it. a little Ellie fear in it. It better. Mi gente, remember. Ladies and gents, this is the moment you've waited for. Life is so much better when you're laughing. Hasta la próxima. Palante. Palante.